Well, hey there, and welcome to Live It Out, a podcast here at Centenary Church in Lexington, Kentucky, about faith and the 21st century. What does it mean to live as followers of Christ in a post-Christian society today? Each week, we're going to have the amazing opportunity to talk with people across the globe who are committed to walking through this life with Jesus and hear their thoughts and experiences of the Christian life in an ever-changing and hurting world. We hope that this encourages you and helps you in any way. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode. Welcome to Live It Out. I'm James Williams, lead pastor of Centenary Church, and each week we talk with some amazing Christian leaders around the world, and I want to thank you today for joining us. Be sure to review the podcast, uh, subscribe to the podcast, that way we can let you know about upcoming episodes, and we're so pleased that you're with us today and spending this time. Today I'm excited to have as this week's guest, Stormy Omartian. She is a prolific author and a songwriter. She's written more than 50 books on prayer, including the Power of the Praying series. Many of you are listening today are probably most familiar with that. It, it sold over 30 million books, and Stormy has seen the power of God help her overcome some very difficult times in her own life, and uh, she encourages many to seek God, to trust Jesus, and to deepen their relationship with him through daily, constant prayer. One of her latest book releases, The Power of Praying Through Fear, teaches the reader about the fear God doesn't want us to have, the fear God allows us to have, and the fear God does want us to have. Stormy Martian, welcome to Live It Out. Thank you, Pastor James. It's so great to be with you. Well, it's just an honor and a privilege to have you with us today, and we're excited that you'll be teaching at our upcoming prayer conference, Watch and Pray 2021. That's November 5 through 7. And as we get started, I'd like for our listeners to first understand that you really overcame some very difficult times in your younger years. You didn't just wake up one day and begin writing books on prayer. Your, your ministry really comes out of seeing God deliver you in some amazing ways. Could you tell us a bit about that? Uh, yes, definitely. It, that's the miracle, really, of what God did in my life, because I was raised by a mentally ill mother, I mean, severely mentally ill. Um, and so I was locked in a closet much of my early childhood, and she was very abusive in other ways, too. But I think that's what did the most damage to me um, was being locked in that closet. And and you, when you're you know, abused like that, when you're a child, you don't you don't learn things well. I mean, you don't. I learned in school, but I don't. You know, I didn't know social things. You know how to how to be, um, you know, gracious and how to be kind. I mean, not that I wasn't kind, but I didn't know what to do. I just was. I you know, I kind of felt like I raised myself. I was just put on a bus and sent, you know, 30 miles away to the school. I was never, you know, my parents didn't come to school. I was there on my own and didn't know yes. any people and didn't have any friends. And anyway, I just grew up with such, um, um, I was really locked in a closet emotionally, even after I got out of the physical closet, I just was emotionally locked up. And so I uh, grew up with a lot of anger and um, depression and anxiety and fear. I, I think fear is the word I would use to describe my early years, just afraid of everything. 
and um, trying to get out of that, trying to overcome that was really hard, and I tried everything to get free of it. Once I was an adult and, and out on my own, I, 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 but I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't get free of it by myself. And I went for counseling and everything, but it's, it didn't help. It didn't. I didn't free me. You know, it helped me understand uh, things, but it didn't make me well. And so it wasn't until I received the Lord when I was 28 that a friend of mine um, led me to the Lord and or led me to meet her pastor, and he led me to the Lord. And um, that's when my life began to happen, really. That's when I began to get free of all of that, all of that anxiety and fear and, and um, feelings of hopelessness and helplessness and futility and all of that. Just step by step, I began to shed all of that. Uh, God set me free, and it was really miraculous. And then to then to lead me to write these books on prayer because I I saw the power of prayer, and I just I didn't understand why people didn't all see that. Why didn't everybody see the power yeah. of prayer to, to get free to affect your life, to affect your relationships, and all those things? But that's that's the background. Yes, and, it, and it's amazing, and, it, and and I appreciate how well you describe that in the short amount of time we have here. And, you know, Stormy, one of the things that has really been on my heart as we've been praying about having this prayer conference this month is that so many Christians, people who have been Christ followers their entire lives, really struggle with knowing how to pray. And mm-hmm. and sometimes I think even right. they think they're not qualified to pray. Yes, and that then they miss so many answers to some mm-hmm. of the very things that you're talking about today. Is that what you found in your life? Absolutely, I did. I was so shocked when I, because I, I was really set free. I went for counseling at the church with the pastor's wives who were very gifted in the knowledge of the scriptures and, and, and what the Lord wanted to do in our lives and all of that and how powerfully to pray. And, and so I really got set free of all of these things that I described, all those negative things. And what, what struck me was how other people didn't know or didn't see. I mean, they've been going to church forever and didn't see the power of prayer. And I mean, I don't know if they didn't believe or they just, like you said, didn't believe they were worthy of that or didn't think they could pray as well as the pastor. Therefore, they didn't pray at all. I, I'm not sure I, I, exactly what those, you know, what kept them from it. But that was, that became my mission was to every book I've written is on the power of prayer from different perspectives and um, you know, as a as a mom, as a, a dad, a husband, as a friend, uh, you know, as an intercessor, as a prayer warrior, yeah. all of these things, uh, ways to pray, and, and and the power of it. And I was just, I was really stunned that that people didn't know, or they were reticent to pray, and especially to pray in front of somebody else. That was like, wow, more asking more of someone than they were willing to give, and. That struck me, and I, like I, like you said, I, they were missing out on so much of, of the benefits of prayer and the power of prayer. It was a really amazing. Sure. You know, as a pastor, and you've probably heard this before, as I invite people to be a part of different things in ministry, often I've heard someone say back to me, James, sure, I'll be there. I'll do anything I can do. Just don't ask me to pray. <laughs> oh, and, gosh, really? You've yes. Heard that? And oh, so, wow. So that's why I, I, I could mention yeah. that. I, yeah, absolutely. 
Well, I'm no, glad even, you, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, even in our prayer groups, we started prayer groups once we, uh, once I, you know, met my husband in church and we got married and everything. And then we, they wanted us to be leaders because the church was growing so fast. They wanted us to be home group leaders. And so we started um, home group and it just grew and grew. And that's where I really became face to face with people who didn't know how to pray. They, they didn't want to pray. They were embarrassed to pray. And it was so unnatural for them. And that was real eye-opening, and that's what, that's when I decided that's, you know, I felt the calling of the Lord, to, that, that was to be my, you know, my purpose in life, was to help people learn to pray. Well, and it absolutely is a calling for you, and the Power of the Praying series has been a beautiful work by you through the power of the Holy Spirit. How did that really begin, though? How, how did you begin writing that series? Well, it really happened in the prayer groups. When we had the home groups, um, Michael would um, lead the worship. My husband, Michael, would lead the worship, and then he would do the sermon, which is, you know, like a 15-minute sermon that they would give us, That you know, what the pastors wanted us uh, to talk about, you know. And so he would give that. Then I would I would lead the prayer time, and because uh, I knew the power of prayer, and, and I knew how these people could benefit. And, and w- when it came time to do the prayer time, Everybody had requests. I mean, it was it was not like they were afraid to give their requests at all. They had many, many prayer needs, and so we would end up praying in, in a you know a, a Sunday morning home group meeting, which should have gotten out by you know eleven or eleven thirty, wouldn't get out till one thirty or two, and it's like oh my gosh. So I thought, okay, we've got to have another prayer meeting, just the meeting for prayer. And so we did that for a while. And um, women would meet with me and the men would meet with Michael. And we would, you know, all share our prayer requests and pray for one another. And um, that became so crowded that we had to divide it up. We had to divide it up for people who wanted to pray for their marriages, people who wanted to pray for their children, people who wanted to pray about their, you know, purpose and in life and ministry and all that. So all those prayer meetings became one of my books, and um, because we would have them, you know, for a whole year, people committed to a whole year of praying together, and 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 to see how pe- uh, how God answered prayers, and, and how people learn to pray, and how they learn to understand, you know, how to even have a request that was, you know, um, good in the eyes of the Lord, you know, and um, it was it was amazing. I learned so much from all those prayer groups and seeing God answer prayer after prayer after prayer. It was really powerful. Absolutely. And Stormy, you're helping Christians really understand how important it is not only for adults to pray, but also young adults and children. I'm fascinated by that. Yes. You've just released the power of the praying girl. What, what made you know that was so needed? Uh, well, just... Um, Seeing what was happening with young girls, this is uh, ages 8 to 12, uh, just before they become a teenager, and really you've got to capture their heart before that. I mean, it's never too late, you know, to come to know the Lord and learn how to pray, pray, and it's never too early either. That's the way I look at it. And so I just saw the need that for girls not to get trapped into all of these uh, things in the world that can lead them astray off the path God has for them, off of the purpose God has for them, and they needed to know, they needed to see, and they needed to know that their life didn't have to be left to chance, and they didn't have to just be, you know, kind of wandering around 
they could have purpose in their life and they could learn how to talk to God and learn how much He loves them and how much He cares about them and how important they are to Him. And that was really, it was really a, an important, I think, um, just like I felt like it was a job I needed to do. You know, I felt the calling of the Lord on that so so much so. I have, you know, I have prayer books for um, little kids, you know, three to five and, you know, and five to eight. And so there's, for every age, I have those. But I felt the girl, the praying girl, needed to know who she was in the Lord and not to, not to let anything talk her out of that or anyone to violate that. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. And you're exactly right. I think of course, throughout history, you know, as we move from generation to generation, we all say, well, you know, things were, weren't as hard then as they are now. But I think we're in a time right now, Stormy, where a mm. book like that is so needed. And, yes, I agree. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Agree. Because our young people in general, and I think especially girls, uh, they yes. have all these things coming at them. Technology mm-hmm. is such a part of their lives. So yes, that's wonderful. Exactly. Oh, and they, they have such influences. I mean, people, you know, godly kids who are, uh, you know, raising godly homes and, and with good parents and good churches, and they're still getting these influences coming at them, you know, to, to violate the ways of God and to, you know, to not see who they are in the Lord, who God made them to be. And they kind of wander around and kind of dabble in all these things, and it's so bad, so bad for them. Yes. Well, as a pastor, Stormy, I'm seeing another thing that's really infiltrating Christian community in a way that I don't think I ever have. I've been a pastor for 30 years, and I'm not sure I've ever really seen this like I'm seeing it right now. And that is fear seizing not only non-believers, but Christ followers. And yes. and you've released a book called Praying Through Fear, and actually that will be your focus for our prayer conference. How in the world do we deal with fear right now? Oh, it's it's, it's huge. You're, you're right, and I it, we have to draw closer to the Lord. We it, it, all these things happening tend to make people doubt. You know, doubt that God's in charge. That that uh, He has our best interests at heart. You know that. Um, the thing is, and that fears can uh, fear can get out of control in our lives, and 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 that's the thing. In order to live a life God has for us, we can't allow our fears to control us, you know. And I feel like I'm an expert on fear because I was a I had fear controlling me for the first 28 years of my life, yes. and um, I know what that's like. But I'm telling you, you're right. If people who have been raised in the church have panicked. You know, and 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 I can see why. I mean, this this horrible. All these things that we hear are happening, and we see are happening, and are happening to us. And 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 we have to get close to the Lord. That's that's the whole thrust that I, I talk to people about. That you have to draw close to the Lord. You have to hear what He's saying louder than what you hear on the news or what you hear, you know, on the internet and all that. It's very, very scary, all that, all that stuff. But God is in charge. He has purpose for His people. He has, he has protection for His people. Um, he has so much for us, and we can't let down our commitment to Him. And so that's what I, I go around, ta- you know, talking about, is that you know, just facing fears with the Lord 
and, and, and asking him to take your fear away so it doesn't control you. Absolutely. And this really is a supernatural exercise. And and I think that sometimes when we understand as Christ followers that much of this is supernatural, not really to be understood, but yeah. there are some really magnificent ways that we can grow and go deeper in a life of prayer. And you know, oh, yeah. you have helped so many people over the years understand why it's important to seize that power that we've been so freely given as Christians. And, and you know, I really think that the average listener today, I think people are going to tune into this podcast, and I think they're going to tune in for a lot of different reasons. And, I, and folks will tune in because I'm talking to Stormy Omarty in today. But when I have someone tune in to this this time stormy i'd like for us to somehow have given them um if if not a process some steps that they can go deeper in a life of prayer that they can gain more confidence in a life of prayer what what would you say to that person well um prayer is just communicating with god communicating your heart with god and knowing and trusting that he hears your prayers, and he answers, but he answers in his way and in his time, and just leaving it in his hands is really important because we want to see answers immediately, and it doesn't always work that way. I mean, we can, you know, definitely see answers immediately, but God answers in his way and his time, but to be able to even communicate uh, in our what's in our heart, the fear, the anxiety or whatever it is, you know, there's so many fears that we have, you know, it's just the fears of, of evil around us and of being insignificant or unimportant or the fear of man, you know, or the fear of rejection, all of these things, so many different kinds of fears. But the Bible is just filled with encouragement for us, you know. For example, in um, Proverbs where it says, the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. Mm-hmm. That's a, That's an amazing Scripture, whoever trusts in the Lord will be safe, and I really trust that. I, you have to draw near to God and say, God, I I trust what you say in your word is true, and that you say if I draw near to you, or who, if I trust you, you will keep me safe. And we have to have that kind of confidence, and the Bible is filled with Scripture like that, you know, where where there's a, there's a promise uh, of God he hasn't given us a spirit of fear. A spirit of fear is what controls us. When a spirit of fear, it causes us to do things we wouldn't do if we weren't afraid. You know, and it causes us, it keeps us from doing the things we need to do because we're afraid. And so, um, it's really important to be in the Word of God and to read it and to trust that it's true. Because the more you say, "God, I'm going to trust what you say," what you said, where you said, you know, I. That I sought you and 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 you delivered me from all my fears, you know, yes. and I'm going to trust that, you know, and uh, the things like that. That if I trust you, Lord, you're going to deliver me from my fear, and I ask you to do that now. And we need to, to do that every day. There's all there's so many things to be afraid of, and but we don't have to live in fear and let it control our lives. Absolutely, and and I love that 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 you said too that. 
prayer really is just a conversation with God. And when yeah. we're having a conversation with a friend, those are some of the safest times that that I feel in my life and that I don't have to have yeah. that fear. And it's the same thing when we talk to God and he is a father and he is a parent to yeah. us and that really wants to help us to be better and to stay on the path. And that's so very yeah. important. Yes. Yeah, so important. You're so right. And I'm sure you see that so much. Yes, absolutely. Well, Stormy, I could talk with you all day long <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 and you <laughs> have been you so too. gracious to give me just a few minutes today. I know your schedule uh, is hectic and, uh, and again, we are looking forward to being with you and I want to thank you for joining us today on live it out. And we're believing right now for deep life transformation in the prayer conference that's coming up this month. Oh, and great. And you being with us, I absolutely know that God is going to do a great work, and we just want to thank you for being with us. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure, and I just look forward to this conference. I, I feel that way, too. I just know that the Holy Spirit's going to move and, and really set people free from just all of the anxiety and fear that they have, and that's a lot, I know. I believe that. I believe that. And if you'd like to hear Stormy O'Martian, she's going to be with us at Centenary Church here in Lexington on November 6th. Registrations are rolling in quickly, and I want to urge you to register soon by visiting www.lexchurch.com slash prayer conference. Thanks again for listening today. God bless you. Keep praying and keep the faith. Live it out. Faith and the 21st Century is a production of Centenary Church in Lexington, Kentucky. Join lead pastor James Williams each week as we engage Christian leaders around the world. Be sure to subscribe today and leave a review of our podcast. To connect with us further, visit our website at lexchurch.com. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to joining you next week. Until then, love one another and live it out.